Hello, everyone. Happy Friday, and thanks so much for tuning in to the Freelance Friday podcast. Today is an audio exclusive episode with Alex from Remotely Alex. We were talking all about Instagram strategy and business growth, specifically for a social content business like hers. So excited to dive into that. But before we get into that, I wanted to share a little bit of housekeeping news and all of that with you. Uh, big piece of news here is that the Social Media Management Accelerator, my signature program, it's my eight week intensive cohort based course. It is open to my VIP list for enrollment. So if you are somebody who wants to make sure that you do not miss out on this round of the accelerator, you can join the email list and you'll get the exclusive code. It's only good until the 6th of August uh, before it goes to general sale. So this course did sell out really, really fast. I think it sold out in about two weeks last round. So we wanna make sure that we can get those VIPs and those people who have really been sort of counting down the days for it in before anyone else. So I will leave that link in the show notes. It's going to be such a good time. Class actually starts on September 13th. So we still have a little bit of time to, you know, enjoy the rest of your summer and then get to work in the accelerator. So super excited about that. And the next announcement that I have is that I actually did a series of reels. I did the whole posting a reel every single day for a week challenge. And that update is gonna be on YouTube on Monday for you. So like I said, this is an audio only episode. So just stay tuned on YouTube on Monday for sort of my experience with Instagram reels because even in the short time since Alex and I spoke, Instagram and the strategies and the reels and all of that have changed quite a bit still. So that'll be coming for you soon. But without further ado, I want to hop into this interview with Alex. Alex caught my attention on Instagram. I honestly don't even know how we started uh, following one another. But when she first started following me, she was a very new account. And it's just, I've just been very impressed by how she's grown in a short period of time and sort of her willingness to try different features and different tactics. And I think she has a lot of good insight to share specifically about growing a new account. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. Hello, Alex. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Latasha, I have followed you for so long. You were actually one of the people that really inspired me to get into social media management. So I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, that's so exciting because I've been following you for a long time too. And I know when I first started following you, I feel like what really caught my eye is your Instagram reel sort of experiment that you were doing. You were putting out a lot of reels almost daily, I think. Yeah. And so tell me a little bit about what inspired that and sort of how that experiment or that uh, period of posting a ton of reels, how that actually went for you. Right. Okay. So I know reels are a hot topic, right? <laughs> so I kind of got caught up in the whole, um, if you post reels, you know, your account will get really big. And of course, you know, when you think about Instagram, followers actually do matter in a sense. So the more followers you have, quality followers, of course, that is, then you're more likely to, you know, uh, make more sales, you know, to uh, pitch your services to people. So I kind of got caught in the rabbit hole of that. And I decided, okay, you know what, it doesn't hurt to try. Plus, I'm going to get more comfortable in front of the camera. 
So I just started doing it and I really enjoyed it. I will be honest with you. Like it really broke up the, the whole monotony of just doing posts every single day and stories. I was a little bit bored of it. So I jumped straight in and I had a little experience with TikTok and I really enjoyed it. I really had a good time. However, I did notice that it wasn't what people were saying it is, right? So I kind of got tricked and I was so upset at myself for falling for that trick. So then I really toned it back and I really asked myself, okay, was it worth doing all of this for an entire month when I really got burned out? straight honest, you know, really, really got burned out. And it didn't really bring anything to me as far, aside from just enjoying it. So I, I had a good time. I really encourage people to try them, but not to put everything in reels. Yeah, that's interesting. So how do you measure success for yourself and for your plan? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know a lot of us get really excited when we post reels because you see those numbers. And, you know, I've posted a, just a couple reels and they've gotten like tens of thousands of views. So sometimes that can be really appealing. And I think that's why reels are such a big hot topic right now. But when I actually look at my other insights, I, I don't know that it really did that much for me. So can you talk a little bit about how you do measure effectiveness of reels or any Instagram content? Well, for me, because I am a social media manager right now, I measure success in my business by how many clients I have and how many quality clients I have. So those reels didn't really increase any of my client work. In fact, it made me more stressed because I was putting so much effort into reels that I wasn't really neglecting the client work, but I was double stressed. Right. So I really took a step back and I asked myself, is it really worth sacrificing my mental health for this? Right. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you're doing right now? Because you're still very active on Instagram. You're not necessarily posting as many reels. So what are you doing now? What is the strategy for you? So I am really enjoying doing lives right now. And mostly because first the connection, I have met some really incredible ladies from all over the world. Uh, And it's just really, really fun because we're kind of having a conversation one-on-one just like this. And you get to really show your expertise and what you know and uh, where you've learned and just your story overall. It's much more engaging long-term and people really get the sense of who you are this way. And I love doing that. Uh, I'm also just really trying different things with social media right now um, in the sense of um, I'm trying to do different things in stories. Uh, I'm trying to post different type of uh, feed posts to see which ones are performing the best. But honestly, I've kind of also moved a little bit away from social media right now, and I'm trying to focus on other things because I've realized that social media is a very small part of business. You've thought this many times, and I guess I had to learn it for myself. And I'm just now pivoting towards uh, uh, starting a blog and starting to do other projects on the side. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. I don't think I've been on any of your lives live in real life, but I've caught a couple of replays and I love them. I think it's all about relationship building and particularly for the types of people that you serve. I think that's very important because I know you work with a lot of, you know, like coaches, right? Absolutely. And when you said measuring success, really, that's where I started seeing a lot of people contacting me after that. I would get, you know, uh, people sending me messages through my website that they watch my live and they thought it was really interesting and they'd like to know more about my services or DMs. 
right after the live. So really, I think that maybe that is my feature. And everyone, every business has different features that they should explore to see which one works best for them. And maybe that one is mine. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great point. I don't think there's a one size fits all fully for Instagram or social media in in general. They're just different. It it depends on an ideal client. It depends on your strengths. Mm -hmm. Like you're very confident and good on camera, but not everybody is. So maybe live isn't for everybody. So I think that's really important to be able to find what works for you as opposed to, you know, following, oh, I heard X feature was going to blow up your account and then maybe being disappointed by the results. Exactly. Exactly. I am definitely with you there. When I began working, uh, when I began my business, uh, I found my first clients through Facebook groups. Uh, and I remember when I um, told you about all the Facebook groups I use, and I still think they're really, really good. There's some really quality job posts in there. You know, you just have to be really good at applying for them to get them. Yep. Um, right. So first, read the actual post that people are, you know, writing, you know, sometimes they will say a word, like a keyword that you should have, or they specifically say, hey, no DMs, send me an email here. And if you send them a DM, I mean, it just, it just shows them that you're not even being serious about it because you're not reading the post. So that's the very bare minimum that you should do. And the second thing I recommend everyone to do is to do a little short video just on your iPhone. It takes three minutes. You know, you don't have to be glammed up for it. Just really express why you want this uh, job. And you would be shocked at how many people will answer you just from sending a video. Yep. Love that tip. I am always recommending this tool. It's called Vidyard. It's like a browser extension. It's so easy to just click record on your web browser and just say, hey, I'm Latasha. You know, just introduce yourself. And I know from the other side too, when hiring people on Upwork or Facebook groups or anything like that, if someone sends through a video, I'm going to at least respond to them because they actually took the time, put in that work. So I'm, I'm gonna absolutely at least respond to them either way. Yeah, exactly. And make it about them, you know, uh, show them that you really read the post, kind of uh, reuse their words, uh, mention what they've said. And this way they can see that you're actually paying attention and interested in them and not just talking about yourself. It's all about your response. You know, if you're just responding Mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm interested. I mean, no, (laughs) you're not going to hear anything back if you're just responding, I'm interested. So you really have to customize it to the job post. So I was looking on your website and you also have more than just sort of your typical done for you social media management packages. Can you talk me through a little bit of, you know, first what your packages are and also how you made the decisions to offer things like content planning and coaching as opposed to just only full service? Right. Well, so first I began with full social media management and Honestly, it wasn't my favorite thing. So again, it was kind of a trial and error thing that people have to go through themselves. So I started with full social media management. I found that I really didn't like engagement. I didn't like doing it for other clients. It wasn't my thing. I felt very fake about it. And that's when I decided, okay, well, what do I really enjoy? Well, I enjoy creating content. So then I created packages for just content. And a lot of people actually responded to that so much more. Now, all of my clients are actually just content. I don't manage anyone's full social media account anymore. So I will actually remove those. Uh, I'm 
I'm uh, like I said, I'm starting a blog and I'm changing up my website a lot and going and I'm going to totally change everything that I'm doing. And this happens because it's just a process of trial and error, right? And so when people come to me and they say, hey, well, I don't know what to offer. I don't know what prices to give. Like, well, you need to try, you know, uh, choose a price that's comfortable for you. You know, see if that's enough after you do it several months. If you think you're charging too little, then bump your prices up. And with prices, it's so difficult to answer because everyone is in such a different situation. I live in Eastern Europe, so the cost of living for me is so small compared to someone that lives in New York, right? So I can't give you a price that would be equivalent. Yeah, great point. And, you know, even if you, even within the same country, it's so different. You know, I live in the Midwest. And so there's a certain budget that people in the Midwest are used to paying that's going to be different than, you know, on the coast, New York or LA or a bigger city like that. So that's always something to keep in mind if you're going to have a hyper-localized strategy. Now, the great thing about the internet is that you don't only have to work in your city or in your country. You really, you know, the world is your oyster, if you will. Exactly. And for, um, it's not exactly coaching. The coaching sessions or the content sessions, they're more of, I want to sit down with you and you tell me about your, I have an intake form and all of that, but I also want them to tell me directly about their business. I ask them questions to clarify things, to figure out what kind of content they want. And then I actually create the content for them and they receive it. And then all they have to do is post. It kind of takes the burden off of them because my, um, my goal is to help entrepreneurs save their time uh, with their business. And this really, really does help them save a lot of time. Yeah, that's a great idea, actually, because one, I feel like some of that stress is taken off of you in terms of actual management, you know, chasing them down to make sure that you get passwords and content and all of that stuff. But it also does really put the client in the driver's seat. I'm sure there are parts of this that business owners are naturally really good at and really like to do. And by you sort of offering the service, you're still allowing your clients to feel empowered and sort of be able to be the voice of the brand. Because that's something that I find, again, especially with coaches or kind of just people who might feel a little weird about outsourcing for social media because they're so used to, you know, being in the driver's seat. I mean, I, I never outsource my social media. So I would really want to keep that voice of my brand. So I think that's a, a really great idea. That's exactly what happened. When I began, I was offering full social media management and I found a lot of coaches and um, female entrepreneurs that are really the brand, the, the face of their brand. They just didn't feel comfortable you taking over entirely. So it was constantly, not the micromanagement, but it was constantly like, hey, how about this? Is this okay? Is this okay? And eventually you feel like they're paying you a certain price, but they're really doing the work because they're constantly approving things. And so that's when I changed my whole system. And now when I do just content, they receive the document every month. They look through it. If they want a revision, I take, I do a revision. If not, they just say, thank you. And that's it. They post everything. They do everything the way they want. Yeah. So you've been doing it. When did you kind of make that that pivot? Can you talk a little bit 
about the story of Remotely Alex and how you made this pivot and and all of that? (laughs) Yes. So I've worked for myself for six years. I was a teacher online. And uh, during the pandemic, I kind of I had a really hard time with teaching because uh, I was teaching for traveling. Okay, so I traveled a lot, a lot of countries with teaching because it was online, it was remote, I can do it anywhere. But when the pandemic happened, I was stuck in one place. And that's when I realized I don't love teaching as much as I thought. I just like traveling. And so I needed to pivot in a way. I needed to find something that was different and that I enjoyed doing. And I was on social media all the time. Like I actually enjoyed it, Instagram mostly. And I started researching about social media managers and I came across your channel. I came across a few other channels and I just started putting the information together. And this was in October of last year. And I gave myself until January to stop teaching. I was like, I'm going all in with this. In January, I need to stop teaching. And that's what happened. But I was full force. You know, I have to be honest, I was working too many hours. I did get burned out, you know, just the reality of the situation. Um, But yes, I stopped teaching. And since then, I've been doing it full time. Amazing. I love it. So I'm glad that you brought up the burnout situation, though, because that is something I think a lot of us struggle with being so connected all the time. And you talked a lot on your Instagram, too, about the importance of stepping away from the laptop and unplugging. So how have you been able to sort of find that balance? And, you know, I know none of us are perfect, but how have you been able to avoid that burnout when you can? Well, I find with burnout, it just kind of hits you all at once. You you don't realize it until that day comes. And then you just don't want to look at your phone. You hate everything about the internet. You think everything is terrible about the internet. And so that's when I decided to set some serious boundaries with myself. And I told myself this, on the weekends, you can use social media for yourself, right? For your enjoyment, if you want. But you cannot do client work. And it was really hard. Like I would catch myself going to my Gmail and looking at emails and just reading them. And that is just as bad as actually responding because then it's in your mind. You're like, okay, on Monday, I need to reply to this person. And so you have to really give yourself really, really strict boundaries until you feel comfortable to kind of let them go a little bit and loosen them up. Um, That really helped me. I also um, set boundaries um, with technology because of my personal life and because uh, I do have a partner and I kind of put myself in their shoes and I, I thought about it and I said, well, I'm always on the computer. I mean, I wonder how they would feel, you know, when they come home and they see me always on the computer if I am them and we switch sides. So I, I don't know. It's just, you just have to do it. You have to give yourself those boundaries and do it. Yeah. You know, one of the best things I've done for myself recently is turn off my email, push notifications. Push notifications are the worst thing ever. If you're listening to this or watching this, if you're in the same field as us, turn them off. Yes. Please. It will help you so much. I feel so much lighter. You just don't think about how this intense disruption to your day, you know, 20 million times a day makes you feel. So little boundaries like that really, they sound so simple, 
but they're so helpful. Another thing that I've been doing is sleeping with my phone in my bathroom instead of on my nightstand. And it's such a game changer. I'm not waking up in the middle of the night or waking up super early with my nose and my phone. I'm able to actually get good sleep and not be distracted. I, I saw that on your video. And I think it's important to think about your clients as well. If you do work with clients, you know, they're people too. And if you send them an email and they have this addiction as well, they're most likely going to look at them as well. So what you need to do is think about them and say, look, they're enjoying their weekend. I'm not going to bother them. I'm going to let it be until the week starts. And I've never had a problem. You know, I think we all do it kind of to ourselves. We all overthink it. And we think it's such a big deal when we don't respond to someone in 24 hours. Okay. But it's okay. So you are starting a blog. Is there anything else that we can look forward to with your brand? Yes. So I'm actually going to be not rebranding. I don't want to see rebranding because that just means you're changing everything about your business. For me, I'm going to change uh, my name a little bit uh, because I want it to be more reflective of my business. Um, and I will be starting a blog on the new website. I'm building a new website right now. And I will be also selling templates because I love designing templates. So I, I just want to play with it. I want to see how it goes. Um, eventually down the road, I would love to create some type of a course, but because I'm not so confident about what I want to do with the course yet, you know, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> so, but I definitely know I want to do templates and definitely a blog because ever since I learned, you know, the importance of having your own platform, it's been a game changer. <laughs> It's making me nervous that I don't have my own platform, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I'm a big believer in the power of long form content too. So I'm, you know, I'm so glad that you're doing the lives. There's so many different things that you have content for and that you can repurpose for. I, I think this is really like something really important to talk about because honestly, I, maybe I just wasn't paying attention to it. But I find that many people don't talk about it, or maybe it's so difficult that we just kind of sweep it under the rug. Because when someone says, hey, you should start a YouTube channel because it's SEO friendly, or hey, you should start writing a blog, we think, oh, no, this is too much work. Like, no, 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 I'm just going to do social media. And you have to understand that your social media could be gone tomorrow, and you need to have something to fall back on. And I'm learning that now, and I'm still in the beginning of my business, but I find that many people are not even aware of this, especially new businesses. And so I think it's really important to talk about. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Definitely hard work, but you know, you can batch things the same exact way that you would with Instagram content mm -hmm. and actually have it last and sort of work for you. Mm -hmm. Well, I am definitely looking forward to keeping up with the blog. Can you let everyone know where else they can find you, Alex, before we wrap up here? Well, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. And I really, really admire you. You know, I, I'm, I'm just saying that genuinely, I, I want you to know that your content has really, really helped me and a lot of people because a lot of people have told me this. Um, and I think it's important to really teach people online how they can live a different type of life in in a way you're doing that and so anyone else that has a, this type of dream of anything they want to teach others i think that it's important for us to show that you can do it and just 
to go for it. Uh, because you never know who you will inspire or who you know will inspire you. So I just want to put that out there. If there's something that people want to do, they should totally do it because it could change someone's life. I'm being serious. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I will definitely say the same thing about you. You know, I've heard from so many people that they love your account and they love what you do. So I think it's great that you're really documenting this journey and being really open about it. So thank you for that as well. Thank you. Cool. Well, I'm going to have Alex's links down in the show notes and you know, her website, her social channels, all of that. If you want to get in touch with her And thank you so much, Alex, for joining me today. It was so great to have you on. All right, everyone. Thanks again to Alex for joining us. And thank you for tuning in. Remember that the Accelerator VIP list is open. So you can pop your email in down in the show notes. I'll have a real video out on Monday. And I think that is it for today. Have a great rest of your day and we'll talk soon.